I feel like there should have been a scene in Haven of, of Mama Troy just doing Ethel Merman songs. Oh. Just seems appropriate. There should have been a scene in Haven where the writers walked on screen and apologized. Oh. <laughs> Let's that talk about it good. now. And welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, episode 61. Woo! Woo! Sorry, Caitlin was laughing and I was confused. (laughs) What? No. Unfortunately, Jake isn't introducing this one, uh, because if he was, you'd probably get some really neat, like, semi-improvised, like, gangster intro. I tried to think of one, but I'm just not that funny. I'm sorry, I did gangster intro? Like, Like old-timey gangster, not not gangster's paradise. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Been spending most our life living in a holodeck paradise. There it is. It nice. all works now. So this week, we will be looking at Haven and the Big Goodbye. So in Haven, the Enterprise is stopping off at the titular planet Haven for some R&R. It is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's summary's already too long. It's, um... <laughs> Troy's getting married and they all fight. That's the whole episode. Whoa. No, it isn't. Uh-huh. Because plague the planet ship. Haven, Oh, and yes, also there's some plague plagues. Ship. That's it. Plague ship. Mama, Troy. Mama Troy. Mama Troy and her creepy, I think, black contact lenses. I was like, wondering about those. Quark, the second cork in a box. Was that Armin Schumer? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. And uh, our second appearance of a lurch. Yep. That is the movie Lurch oh. as uh, Mr. Mr. Roboto. Hum. 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 Thank you. He gets Lurch ready is... great hummers. <laughs> but yes, they go to they, they go to Haven. Uh, it's revealed that Troy was like betrothed to some human fellow with a weird haircut, and now you know the time has come for the wedding. Uh, Mama Troy's no longer into the idea. Boyfriend isn't super into the idea because he's been having psychic visions of a lady his whole life, which he assumed would be Troy, and then it wasn't, and he was like, this is awkward. Um, but they kind of hit it off anyway, and Riker's a whiny little shitlord about all oh this. God. Seriously, Riker, fucking grow the beard already. And then, yeah, a plague ship shows up, and it turns out the girlfriend is there, and boyfriend beams over, so now he's got to stay with the plague people, and the problem is solved, and Mama Troy makes Picard feel super awkward. In The Big Goodbye, we get our first major TNG, since we did watch TAS, holodeck malfunction. This one caused by a scan by the, I don't know, horrible bug people. I don't know. I call it a malfunction when Wesley fell in that river and didn't drown in in the premiere. True. But yeah, uh, so they're they're gonna they're heading off to this really high stakes diplomatic function with these asshole bug monsters who are super polite and like every super polite species you meet in science fiction, they're assholes to everyone else. It's like this really like just hypocritical thing. And uh, Picard has to perfectly enunciate this greeting. <laughs> We'll get there. Perfect. Gesundheit? Uh, but they got a lot of time, so he bops onto the holodeck to play uh, Dixon Hill, his shiny new PlayStation game. And, uh... He's gonna go play with his dick. <laughs> put his Dixon dicks in hill. some kind of hill. And, uh, you know, there, again, there's a malfunction, and, of course, people are stuck the, in there. The and... cubic mo- mound? Wow, we're still talking. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. pubis? <laughs> Isn't that on Mars? Anyway. Uh... <laughs> that was good. Thank you. But yeah, so him, Data, the ship's fiction expert, and Dr. Crusher wind up stuck on the holodeck, and the bullets are real uh, now. He was, a, he, was, he was a MacGyver's, that's what he was. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he was like a historian who really wanted to bang Khan. Yeah. He wanted, and, no, uh, he wanted to bang uh, the mob boss there, Mr. Wishy had Sydney Green Street, yeah. The, the, the kingpin. But the short version basically is everyone's fine. They get off the holodeck just in time. Picard has to look ridiculous while simultaneously looking amazing because the man can pull off an old-timey suit like no one else. So while doing the data. Yeah, no, they both mm. like, Data looks fucking great. It's like, why aren't they just both dressed like that all the time? Yes. Um, or naked. 
And yeah, and so fun. everything. Listen, listen, this isn't this isn't the the Troy's wedding, so uh, yeah. that's true. And you know, and everything's fine. But it's you know, uh, best Wesley best saves the day. Best you, best introduction we've ever done, I think. So it was really good. Let's go from there. Haven is a place on earth. So <laughs> so here's a huge problem with Haven right off the bat. Uh, Not enough Arm and Shimmerman. That too. Second huge problem right off the bat. To destroy? No. I am in no way invested enough in either Troy as a crew member or Troy and Riker's alleged relationship to give a fuck about anything. Mm. But Troy is interested in Riker's member. (laughs) And like the other problem is... Like, Troy, you know, Marina Sirtis and whoever played Dr. Sketchbook actually had, like, a decent amount of, like, they did a good job being sort of, we're meeting and this is sort of awkward, but we're kind of starting to hit it off. Oh, they were great together. I loved them I actually was kind of like, I, I, you two, in my mind, in your ten minutes on screen together, already make more sense to me mm. than her and Riker possibly could have. Yeah, they have zero chemistry, her and Riker. I'll say this. If there's one thing this episode made very clear to me, mm-hmm. it's that there is a reason why Captain Picard specifically was assigned a ship's counselor and keeps her on the bridge, and it's because he has absolutely no empathic sense whatsoever. True. In the scene where where she comes to him and says, you know, her and Riker are there, and she's like, yeah, I'm in this arranged marriage, and she's obviously very upset about it, and not into the idea whatsoever, and looks forlorn. Picard is like, well, congratulations! And are you guys going to stay on the ship or what? No? My third note on the episode, I can't even pretend to care, Picard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I feel like it's either that he just doesn't care, or it's just like, on the opposite of the spectrum, it's sort of like, he can tell, he's like, oh... Oh, I am so bad at these kinds of things. Gotta go! Mm. <laughs> because I'm a sociopath. That's... I was gonna say because he's British, but he's supposed <laughs> to be French. I mean, I'm like I'm I'm bad at those sorts of situations. I could totally relate to like seeing that and just going, I'm gonna pretend I don't realize this is bad. Congratulations, I gotta go. He's the yeah. captain, he can just fucking leave. Yeah. Why is the captain the one in, doing this? They were in yeah. He true. leaves people in his ready room a lot. <laughs> I've he noticed. Should, like, he, just, yeah. he just lets people stay in his office. Of See ya! Dump on his desk one of these days. Well, that's why he actually, the real reason he has to change the uh, model from a constitution to the stargazer. It's not because someone of Someone did their con. constitutional in I was going to say someone knocked it over. One of those fucking kids with the fucking Chinese finger traps from a few weeks ago like, oh, ran in and broke jerks. the thing. Little fuckers. Assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that the uh, the... Wedding invitation or whatever the oh, hell. Oh, that horrifying. Yeah, what an inefficient way of sending a message. <laughs> We're going to make this box with a human face on it that can talk. And then it's just going to dump shit everywhere. <laughs> it makes a mess. Aw, poor Armin Shimmerman. I, it's funny though, because I did. I was like, is that? No. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have recognized him if I hadn't read it earlier. Well, the voice is very much... He's doing a little more, like, a little higher than he really is, but it was just, like, there was something about it that was like, I am, like, 80% sure that's Quark. Yeah. Quark in a box. <laughs> also, God, fucking, again, maybe it's just a case of HD being unkind to it, but when it, when uh, Yar was like, these jewels, like, yeah, they're clearly made of plastic. We yeah. got them out of a vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> we really wanted Skittles, but we had to go with these. Oh, man. I had so many, like, little glass jewels like that when I was a kid. A lot of Mancala sets? No, like, I don't know. They were, like, for art projects. Like, mm. My mother had, like, a big bag of them, but ah. I'd, like, put them on shit and just, like, oh, I love playing with it. Were they flat back? Or were they were they... flat back. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd, like, make little art things with jewels nice. on it. Well, see, you could have wound up betrothed to Deanna Troy. I could have, apparently. If I knew that that was a future dowry, I wouldn't have used it. Oh, and as I realized this week, because I know I had said a few episodes ago that I don't think she ever calls Riker Bill again, I was wrong. She did. Came yeah. a couple times in an episode. Bill, it's still yeah. weird. Yeah. 
I mean, Riker, Riker himself, very, very bizarre this episode, but he starts off by watching a hologram of some harping oh, women. Yeah. You're like, what was, what was that? that? He's jerking off. He, he was yeah. getting ready. That's the thing. Like, like, uh, they, so he got called up just as like they were about to yeah, slip, undo, slip yeah. one out. Slip a nip. <laughs> no, he definitely seemed a little more disappointed than one would be for like, just my tunes were interrupted. Also, like, but who sits in, like, I mean, I guess it's no different than watching like a concert DVD, maybe. Mm. I don't know. You don't think watching a porn is different than watching a concert? Well, no, but they were just playing music. I mean, obviously it was porn, and it just hadn't gotten... But who watches the beginning of the porn? It was that 12-minute intro shit, like, oh, here's the pizza. Oh, no, I left the money in the kitchen. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Oh, no, too far. Go back. Yep. Nope. He's already inside of her. Gotta go back. Well, you know, you see, this is because they're an enlightened culture, so they actually watch... The plot as well as the porn. Mm. That's crazy. So how do we get from harping to banging? Is my question. There are two girls. Well, you know. Enough. So basically, what happens is at one point, one of the harp strings breaks and, <gasps> you know, hits the flimsy clasp of the woman's shirt. It's like, oh no, my top is off. And the other one's like, let me help. And for some reason, <laughs> she, thinks, yeah, she thinks motor boating will help. And the next. <laughs> I was trying to think of a way to be like, but like, yeah. So I was was going further downtown. Uh, I wasn't going for the motorboat. Well, then you you got to start and then work your way down. Uh, But you know, so it's 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 so the the process is harp string, motorboating, scissoring. Yeah, great. We've established this. This is canon now. But, but yeah, so that was weird. Uh, you know, they say they don't have television in the future. The, clearly getting rid of it was a mistake, because if that's what passes for entertainment, God save us. Where's the boob tube? <laughs> uh, what's that from? That's from a future episode. That's what I thought. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, oh. I'm not sure if it was a past one, and I had just forgotten. Well, Pornhub will still A little Easter egg for you listeners who know the show. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Come on, I have to watch some harping. <laughs> so. Wow, we're not even at the wedding ceremony yet. So, uh, <laughs> I gotta say, because I was actually about to say the, the rehearsal dinner. Mm. Um, oh my god, so awkward. I won't get into that part yet. Let's talk about the hair. Who's hair? Everyone had Everybody's. different hair. Everyone had, Everybody had different listen, hair. Listen, Yar listen. had crazy hair. Richard Saber was nominated for an Emmy for hairstyling this episode. Because so that's what he say. did different hair. That's why. Like, <laughs> we actually kind of agreed. Like, at first, like, whoa, what do they do to Yar? We're like, actually, that kind of looks better. She does. It's a little more, even though it's probably more an earlier 80s hairdo, it somehow looks more contemporary. Yeah. I didn't even notice Yara's hair. Oh, yeah, no, it was, was like, nice. it was sort nice. of bigger and spikier, and it's like, they do this all the time with her. Oh. Yeah, Someone a, should teach me how to do that shit. I wear that hair. And yeah, and they had, uh, they had Dr. Crusher kind of doing a Dr. Quinn thing. Yeah, it was all Dr. up and bunched and pioneer woman, and Troy had that weird braid of a bob going on. The old braid of a Jewels that matched her mother's hair jewels. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, nice. when they both got on the elevator together, they both had, like, these red little... little I hope you don't mind I brought my pet monster plant. (laughs) I want a monster plant now. Oh, I called it a bow truckle. He did. What's that? It's uh, an absolutely adorable plant creature from uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. It's like a walking stick. You ever seen the walking stick bug? It's like them except bigger and smarter. And and more humanoid in its sort of shape. It's like, uh, what was uh, Sulu's plant's name? Beauregard. Oh, yeah, Beauregard. yeah. I wonder if they're related. Aw, I miss Beauregard. I wonder if they're related. Well, I mean, they're similar, cousins. Third cousins. They, I see, they see each other every Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. But yes, no. The awkward. I, so this episode was a mess, but there were two highlights. Data. Well, I was going to get to that. Data. First was everything. Like any time. Picard had to like be in an awkward situation, mm. like when he was hauling around the luggage in the bit of the end. Like, really, I got really irritated by that because it felt very out of place. Oh no, but just his, his the like it did, but he just ran with it. It was kind of like how when you let Patrick Stewart be weird in the Naked Now, and in this, there's a similar sort of. This is actually completely wrong, but you're just so good at it. It delights me in spite of it. And yes, Data, Data's absolute unbridled just robot Tactless. erection. <laughs> Over the the 
awkwardness of the situation was he amazing. fucking loved our new lurch. Yeah. Please, yeah. please continue with the petty bickering. Yeah. Where we said. <laughs> yeah, that I, was... I liked uh, I liked Lurch's um, like overacted. I'm gonna look away from you. Oh, because yeah. he called him on drinking so much. Yeah. Are you part human? From how much you imbibe? And oh, like, how dare you, sir! Rude. But like that, I didn't understand. Sort of like why? Because he is very fancy, and how. Dare you suggest there's any no, human? No, 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 no. I understand why he's upset. I don't understand why Data thinks he's human. He doesn't look because human. humans. He's making a joke that humans are drunkards. What, like compared to Data, who can't drink? Like, what, what is he based on? Well, I mean, probably compared to a lot of other species. But how many? Like, he's in the Starfleet. Besides, we've like... seen other species. They all drink. Yeah, but. We don't know how much, so based on what Data says, we can assume humans drink more than everyone else. Is, he, be- is the I only human it. whose drinking habits he knows about, like Scotty's? Like, did he read about Scotty in the computer? He's known other humans, and they're yeah. not... Like, nobody else on the ship has an alcohol problem. Maybe they're just better at hiding it. Maybe maybe that's why we haven't seen uh, Argyle in a few weeks. He's on a bender. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Data did meet McCoy in, that, in, the, in the premiere. <laughs> that's true. Oh. And you just realized, ah, so you're the prototypical human. <laughs> if only, Data. If only. Oh, true. What uh, a beautiful, perfect world that would be. <laughs> no Worf in this episode. Oh, yeah. No Wesley, I don't think, either. Oh. Was Worf in either of them, actually? He was in the next one. He, okay. he, was, in the, he was at least in the conference room scene. I don't okay. know if he did much else. Yeah, no, see, I... This is one where Wesley might have been useful. I don't know. Just like I don't think sitting so. there, no, like no, because it would get it would, then it would get even more awkward you know, because because Loax on a Tory is just just oozes sex whether you want her to or not. True. Ugh. And then all the I don't discussion. Want to know what she oozes. Oh. <laughs> and then all the discussion of you know oh, who's gonna be. Chair. Wow, that's who's probably... gonna be naked at the at the ceremony. Wesley would just be there like. Why get to see some boys? That's probably why he wasn't there. Actually, they probably wanted to like make it so that that was not an issue. Not just him having like a boner about it, but like talking about adult nudity in front of the child. Yeah, the censors wouldn't have been keen on but that. But wouldn't it have made more sense if they had like switched out Riker for Wesley in this episode and made Wesley the one that was pining after Deanna? And then it that would have been, felt more age It would have been a little yeah. bit more cute that he was such a pansy about the whole situation. Wait. Yeah, no, like, I mean, he was such a whiny little shitlord about it. It's like, what the fuck, asshole? You barely expressed any, like... His brooding level was Batman. In the first episode, episode, it's established they kind of used to be a thing. We've had no indication since that there's any chance of it being rekindled. And all of a sudden, he's like, Eh! Someone else is here! Eh, eh, eh! And it's like, what the fuck, Riker? Mm. I did like Future Husband Guy. Wyatt? But, yeah. But I have to, like, I thought... Wyatt Derp. Yeah, Wyatt Derp. That's good. That's really good. It kind of felt like, you're gonna get married, you're gonna marry Troy, she's hot, she's got a nice collarbone. She looked like 10 or 15 years older than him, which was bizarre, because Jake looked it up and and realized that Marina Sirtis would have been, like, 32 at the time. How old was he? Oh, I didn't check. Why don't we oh. give a shit? Right. I don't know, there's something but, about 80s hair and makeup that just made people look older than they were. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But, like, his whole, like, oh, you don't look like this girl from my dreams. It's like, I'm sorry. Are you disappointed in your real human woman, or not human, but real, like, physical human being person thing that you can touch and talk to? And fuck, probably. Well, probably. Being, being fair, like he said, he assumed because she was beta Z and had psychic powers that was her. But, like, aside from this inkling that he had about it might maybe being psychic or whatever, this is basically, as far as he knows, just a fantasy. A weird fucking fantasy. Mm. And it's like, I felt, I don't know, it just felt kind of weird. Yeah. Like... I guess it feels a little weird because it's a bizarre science fiction world. You know, that's also the, you know, that's a thing about men, though. That's a man. That's that's a, that's a little-known men thing. Men's fantasy brain is way more connected to what they expect from reality, I think. That's generally. actually very true. Yeah. Like... Go on. Men are never content. Yeah, exactly. Like, 
Like, men get weird fucking ideas about things that they dream. I don't know if this happens to women, but it, and I don't know if it happens, maybe it just happens to me. I had a dream once where I was, this was like years and years ago. And in fact, by, when I tell you who it is, oh, you'll, that'll tell you why it was so long ago. I had this dream that I was dating Busey Phillips. Ooh. From Dawson's Creek. Okay. Okay. Is that the well, actor's name or the character? It was the actor. Okay. She was no also later in Heroes. Let me anyway, look her up. Go on. I had a, a dream that I was dating her. And then, like, in real life, I was like, man, I bet if only I could get in touch with her, we could actually <laughs> date. And, like, I thought this for, like... Like this days. sounds like so you had a dream the other night too that Google took away your account and you woke up wondering if you could still get on your email. Yeah, yeah, she's but, see, but, she's, but, she's older now. But here's but oh, okay. But here's the thing: what's his name that tried to assassinate Reagan? Kind of thought if I could just meet Jodie Foster, Foster, we'd totally be a thing. I'm gonna shoot Ronald exactly. Reagan. Exactly. Well, so actually, exactly. that's my we, point. Wyatt is probably just how he had this dream about this woman, and he's just like, "Oh, well, as soon as I meet this woman, we'll totally bone, and it's probably going to be that girl that I'm already going to marry." Wouldn't that be nice? And well, then, and then, then that doesn't happen. Weirdly, though, at the end of the day, he actually is right, unlike yeah, most yeah. men. So let, let, let's talk about what's her name, Ariana. Yeah. yeah, Ariana the Trillion Girl. I actually really liked the side plot of this a lot with the plague ship. I thought that could have been very interesting to detect. That should have been more in the forefront, yeah, probably. Maybe, because it's an it's a great idea of like, you know, this this race destroyed themselves with germ warfare and and, and if you even get in contact with them they will infect you too they are a giant spreading virus yep. they might as well be I mean, extinct the, the whole thing was obviously an allegory for the AIDS epidemic the whole episode right like that's... Oh, I wasn't going to think I wasn't thinking the AIDS epidemic oh absolutely I, was thinking, I hadn't thought of that but we didn't do that to I was ourselves. thinking more like Cold War no they were no but, but the treating them like lepers thing exactly. oh yes. gotcha. exactly I had not I was like what are you talking about we didn't have germ so warfare this, and make so AIDS this, okay. I'm sorry I'm sorry no 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 as we all know the CIA created AIDS to try and kill, you know, everybody who wasn't white. So, yes, we did. So, I'm going to tell you what the secret backstory to why this episode was written is. Okay. Because you know written. it, or are you just making it up? Because he's making it up. Okay, go, go on, Jake. So, somebody at... Uh, Star, Trek, Star Trek HQ. Star Trek Someone at Star Trek, possibly Maurice Hurley. I don't know. Somebody not... Very good. What was Maurice Hurley's role? He was the, I think he was the EP or high or like head writer, but he sucked. Yeah, this is the guy that chased fucking Crusher away, right? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so let's just say they're like, they're in the writer's room like, man, we got to do an AIDS episode. And they're like, oh yeah, we should totally do an AIDS episode. You know, like that's, it's 87. This is, that's a hot button thing. We can really, you know, take a sci-fi spin on that and really, you know, do something cool with it. Have some good commentary. So... As long as it's not, you know, look out be your last battlefield commentary. But then someone was like, but wait a minute. We can't have, we, you know, we can't really do an AIDS story without having a gay character, right? Because, you know, those stories kind of go hand in hand. And they're like, well we, well, we can't do a gay character because fucking television in the 80s. We can't put gay people on TV. No way. Yeah, you're only allowed to be gay on television if you're, uh... Was it Billy Crystal in Soap, where you're just a ridiculous uh, parody? Pretty sure there was a lesbian character on Golden Girls by 1987. Anyway, the point is, the I here's what they decided to do: they made Wyatt the gay character, and but they couched it in him not being gay, just that he didn't want to marry the woman he was supposed to marry. He wasn't supposed to follow the the straight and narrow path and marry Troy. He was attracted to the girl on the other ship who, in their original version, would have been a man. And it wouldn't have been a plague-infested ship. It just would have been a gay ship, and he would have had to go to the gay ship. So he rejected societal norms, but everybody still accepted him for it. That's what happened. I'm sure that's what happened, Jake. Yeah, I, I just probably... I mean... He might not be too far off in some ways. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to to take to take the one string of thought that was possibly correct in there, and then weave a new tapestry around it, then yeah, that's probably, probably, yeah, that makes some at, sense. Look <laughs> at M- Mama Wyatt. I remember th- who had there, a fucking awesome hat. I remember sitting through half the episode. Have you thinking, ever tried not being a leper? Well, no, I was sitting there thinking 
they just really went out of those way, their way to make this woman just scream Nancy Reagan, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. Oh, I thought she, she reminded me a lot of Glenn Close. Or that. And then uh, the ship, they're all in like these ridiculous party oh, outfits man. for some reason. I, I why, hated the outfit I know, they put Wandy in. Well, I know why they didn't have Wesley in this episode. Because that dude's fucking sweater. Like, <laughs> that dude was wearing all of the Wesley sweater. The censors at NBC or wherever, you know, whatever. They would have to have... It wasn't... Whatever. The, the censors at Paramount were like, nope, we can't have that many sweaters in this episode. They would have to have fought to the death over the right to wear weird sweaters. Yeah. I'd actually watch that. That was the worst sweater on the planet. Also, what's up with Transporter Chief Deep Voice? What's up with the fact that his uniform didn't fit? Yo, what's up with the fact that he sounded like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs? Captain about that. Uh, I'm not doing the voice really. I'm just making it really deep. <laughs> You're right. He had a weirdly deep voice, and I did. I have. That's a note. just how the poor fuck talks. You guys are cruel. Oh no! I'm not Why don't you talking about how stupid his face is? He's got a shitty mouth and, and nose, or whatever it was. Kind of oafy. You know? I, I mean, I didn't think he sounded oafy. I thought he had a shockingly deep voice. He's super oafy. And but I do have a note too that like they put they found the wrong size uniform for him. There were just a lot of wrinkles and creases. Like, it was clearly a little too big. They needed it to be extra big to ha- put his schlong in. Mm. See, what they needed then was the scant. Mm. Then, then it would have just been dangling beneath. Oh. They can get a full-length scant. The scants were not very long. No, I mean, they were not. Put an old man in those and you just have hanging, hanging brain down there. Oh, no. Um... I will say, though, Jesus. like, speaking of talking earlier about the hair, Wyatt had a little too much party in the back. <laughs> it was the 80s. I what? know. He had party was... all over. Yeah, no, it, yeah. Wasn't, it wasn't like a mullet. He did have party all over. I liked him, though. I did. I, I thought he was haircut. really sweet. He was a he shitty was gonna... drawer, though. Drawer? Drawer. Yeah, what a great drawer you are. No, no, you know, I it's would, a drawer where you put your clothes. Yeah, yeah. I would never have have um, recognized Chica from her from Wyatt's drawings, though. Well, yeah, she had a much narrower nose than he. All the all the sketches look like they were of different women. I don't yeah. know how Deanna looks and says like, "Oh, there's this one woman you've been drawing a lot, huh? Maybe that's because she's an empath." Did anyone forget that she's an empath? I think she might have been able to sense something. And I loved how snotty my Major Barrett was about them like using their. Using their uh, telepathy. And then she was talking about how everyone she's ever met has had a huge boner for her. And she brings that shit up at the rehearsal dinner to stir up some shit between Mr. and Mrs. Wyatt. God, she is such a professional shit stir. I'll say this, though. That backless dress looked good. It actually Nigel did. Barrett's looking good great. You know, for someone who prides herself on being able to communicate without words, you would think that she would also try to not use her fucking facial expressions. But do you notice that anytime she was <laughs> thinking words at Deanna, she was like... For those those of you at home, Jake is pulling a lot of crazy faces. I mean, how else do you tell an actor to act this scene? Especially Major Barrett. Because it's a stupid plot device. Well, yeah, but she had to be dynamic to make it interesting. No, she just stood there stoically and had an argument with Deanna, who was also standing there stoically. Then it would be a fucking full minute of watching two actresses standing stoically. That would well no it would have been all and all because it was in the elevator is what I'm the moment I'm thinking of where they were in the elevator together. No, because the they, they did the same thing in the transporter room. So mm. yeah, uh, a I'm thinking times. I'm thinking yeah. of the of the transporter room. Uh, and that would have been a great shot of just Picard standing there in the fucking perfectly silent elevator, except you have this argument going on behind, and he can't tell, but he can pick it up. But he can't because he obviously has no empathic sense <laughs> no. whatsoever. He just like he's just standing there. And he's, so one point he's very quietly starts scratching his ass a little. Mm. Were his were his ganglia out sensing a threat? <laughs> oh, so going back to, to Ariana, so how the fuck did Wyatt know to draw this chick forever? Well, she knew to draw him. Well, how did he know to, she know to draw him? Because they were fucking linked. They were how? Kind of, they were Why? There was some kind of what, scene. What did these fucking what the the Torellian race? Come on, what do they have to do? Isn't it romantic? No, it's creepy and wrong. There was some scene where Mama Troy... He's was... doomed to die now! No, he's no, a he's doctor. Gonna go, he's, gonna... he's gonna go cure space aids. He doesn't look like he's that good doctor. Play doctor he's gonna go oh. cure their disease and then go, you know, oh shit, we gotta repopulate your species. There's, There's only, only like... eight of you. I'm he's gonna, gonna four of you are the women. whole ship. Yep. 
Yeah, and if you mean a bang baldy there, then in two hundred years, there's just going to be a species of all mullets and bad red sweaters. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. When why was their ship a fucking disco ball? What the fuck with that? <laughs> yeah, what I noticed that too. I was like, what is this weird orb just hanging out here? It, it looked like they all looked like fucking extras from a really shitty music video. It looked like like something out of bat, like the original Battlestar Galactica. Like there's the set. Oh god, the captain's chair. I hated. The oh yeah, that chair. shows up later It looked like a piece too. of workout equipment. Yeah, yeah the weird that spheres. shows up again too. Oh, no. I've seen that in other episodes. I was actually I was thinking because at first I was like, it's like. It's like it's left over from 60s Star Trek. It's like, no, it's not that bad. It looks like it's from fucking Space Mutiny, actually. Yeah, yeah like Space The Mutiny. bad 80s hair, the some, bad cardboard set. Some 80s shitty sci-fi knockoff TV show. Like, But, yeah. like, the sets, yeah. Like, the, the view screens that were just, like, psychedelic patterns. Yeah. And, like, what the fuck was this? Who designed this shit? Well, feeding into your theory... Too much free love mm. happening, spreading leprosy, space oh, leprosy, yeah, wearing little tube tops, go on, not wearing condoms. I weird. gotta say, though, it must have been super creepy for Wyatt, because like, he had his weird little sketches, but he kept them mostly to himself. Yeah. He gets to the ship and finds out that basically he's the messiah. Like, it's a very different level. Yeah. Yeah, you know? he's beaten off to his drawings. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're being worshipped on their... Yeah, they're, they're eight people that are like, we knew you would come. And he's like, I mean, not I right did now. Come. I came all right. <laughs> I like that we all went in the same direction. On I the thought show. you did that on purpose. I mean, so what is why, this show? Why did they... So they were explaining that, like they had like late twentieth century like the, the fucking Yar scene. Oh, that annoyed they me. Had, but like, they somehow have warp drive. They have like a, a spaceship with transporters and other accoutrements. Like they're obviously not just well, late twentieth, well beyond twentieth century. But the whole thing was nope. They got AIDS, and well, that was a thing that was contemporaneous to the show. Their twentieth century might have just been more advanced than ours. Well then it's not No no they were saying it was they had they were at an equivalent oh, oh. level no, that of, of Earth's twentieth century. Well who said that? Yar. That person was wrong. Well obviously or they were fucking still... Yar isn't she like the head of security? What the fuck does she know about or technological is... anything? Fuck off Yar. Or they were still clinging to the then canon idea that warp was gonna be invented in the late nineties. Because remember, a lot of the stuff about the 90s they predicted hadn't been proven wrong by 1987. That's true. You know, the eugenics war still could have happened. Zephram Cochran could have invented warp drive in 96 or 97, whatever it was. Yeah, Zephram Cochran. <laughs> Cochran. Nice. But yeah, no, I actually had a... I, but yeah, I actually had a, a, the same note, just being like, that about is Cochran's? not... About Cochran's? What was your note, Chris? But yeah, I actually had a similar note. Yeah. So Torellians had like 20th century knowledge, but they also had warp drive? Like that just seemed... Oh, that also annoyed me, just looking at my notes here. Aren't there other doctors on the Enterprise? Because when Wyatt mentions he's a valuable pathologist, Crusher's like, it's so good to have a medical colleague. What the fuck? There's like hundreds of doctors on this ship. It's enormous. she doesn't consider any of them her colleagues. And also she's just... Guys, she's just hungry for the D. That's true. I mean, if if the if the following episode shows oh, us anything, it's she's willing Lord. to go to weird weird extremes for the D. Oh, hey, speaking of it, what other notes do you have before we get to the following episode? So this also kind of annoyed me when, uh, as I put it, uh, Riker was being a poop on the holodeck. <laughs> you know, they're sitting there arguing, and then somehow Wyatt quietly sneaks on. Yeah, even yeah. though holodeck doors are normally the loudest doors. On- <laughs> And, like, and when Wyatt, I mean, when Riker leaves a minute later, they do put the foley in so you hear the door opening and closing. But somehow Wyatt managed to doctor. open them. Maybe it didn't close. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I have a fucking theory about that. He was hiding out the whole nope, time. Nope, better. Okay, here's my theory. So Riker went to the holodeck to sulk and to splay Watch out on a rock. Watch some women. And, he's, and he got an idea. He's like, man... I bet you Troy realizes that I left the party early and came, and she'll seek me out and she'll come here and try to console me. I'm going to catch her. So while the party was still going on and he was there, he coded up a holographic Wyatt to come in at just the opportune moment. And then he could test Troy to see if she'd 
you know, do the old, you know, the dog goes to the two the two owners, so he could he could test her to see who would she go to. And then he co- took a bunch of Troy food and put it in his pocket. Come <laughs> 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 uh, uh, well, on, let's be real. He already had the Troy food in his pocket. Oh, <laughs> he was just happy to see me. Uh, hey But uh, at any rate, uh, so. And obviously, she failed the test, and that's why he left. And then, like, so she's in there for hours banging Wyatt, obviously. And then, as she leaves, she's like, all right, come on, Wyatt, let's let's go. And he's like, I can't leave. I'm a hologram. And then there's, like, a big, like, like a... I'd say yes, but I don't think holodecks have this capacity yet, as we learn in The Big Goodbye, when they're suddenly, like, dumbfounded by how real-looking people are. Mm. Yeah, that, oh... That. Anyway, before we jump into that, anything else on Haven? Uh, that's all my stuff, I think. Um, Did you say Haman? Haman. Hyman? Hyman. Well, there was none of those in this episode. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's everything I had. It was Overall, it was like, again, I think somehow I know on, on, a, on a realistic, logical level that it wasn't actually a very good episode, but Data and Picard delighted me enough that I like it more than I should have. Haven? Yeah. Like, it wasn't good, but they amused me. Mm, and I didn't hate it. I liked the petty bickering, and I liked... Yeah, uh, that was great. I liked having Majel Barrett back, and I loved watching Data be amused, and... Oh, and Lurch's being like, hey, assholes, I can talk at the end was kind of great. Yeah, that was, a, that was a classic says. TOS laugh line ending. It was. Um, See, I think that's why I didn't care for it. Like, I, care, I, I liked the sad, depressing, this whole ship is dying plot. And I thought the rest was silly, uh, like any of the other yeah, comedies the, that I don't like. Again, Games the plague continues to hate fun. Well, I the, do. The, I continue to hate fun. The plague ship should have been the focus. Oh. You could have somehow done that story better without the whole marriage thing. But I no, think they yeah, wanted yeah. to get give Majel like a big character and kind of like maybe formed it around that. They, you know who? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a they. It was one person. It was like you got to give her a part. Yeah. Uh, Bill creepy. Shatton. Yep. Creepy black contact lenses. To your point that you wanted more focus on the plague ship plot, I would counter that the plague ship plot was only slapped into this episode to give everyone an out. Yeah, the whole wedding true. thing. Like, I that. mean, yeah, it was a. I thought it was a good resolution, and I solved it partway through. Did you? Nice yep. job, Kate. I was like, oh, Girlface is going to be on the ship, and Wyatt's going to go on the ship, and he's going to get plague, and he won't be able to leave. Oh, good job, Caitlin. Yeah, I was pretty happy. I'm not always the quickest, not always really good at following these plots, but this I don't time think, I got it. I don't think Picard actually even asked the people on Haven if the plague people could could live there. Like, he said that he would. Oh, yeah. I don't mm. think he called them up. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll ask. I'll yeah, ask, and then he's I'll, like, I'll oh, you know, they said. Yeah. Well, listen, Chick was a good time. Chick right from now. Haven wanted wanted Picard to just shoot them out of the sky. Yeah. yeah. Without I, even asking. I feel like that was going a little Larry David with you too. They ever done that, like Larry David's Captain Picard? That'd be an amusing sketch. That would be good. Mm. Very exciting. Anyway, I'm going to jump into the big goodbye, yeah. which won an Emmy for outstanding costumes in a series. I could see that. The yeah, sure. Was quite they all, everyone looked great. But especially. Dana. Patrick Stewart and Brent Spiner. They looked astounding. Gates looked good, too. Huh? Gates looked good. Oh, no, they all looked good. Hubba, but those... hubba. Wauga. But those two in particular really... You're a pretty good-looking broad, whatever the fuck that cop <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to stick it in your vagina hole. Oh, no! Have a piece of gum. Ugh. Hey. There were... Okay, so there were some things that annoyed me, though, right? Oh, no. Right. right off the, the bat. Right. Because actually the fun in this one balanced well that I enjoyed it. No, so here's some little things that annoyed me. Everyone and their mother in Star Trek has the biggest erection for the 20th century. Oh, of course they do. But Picard doesn't know what baseball is. Yeah. They don't have gum in the 24th century because the doctor seems perplexed by it. Picard... Or maybe it just comes in a different form. Maybe. maybe. Doesn't know like how to like suppository in the future. Like you don't have you to know who your butthole. <laughs> yep. You don't have to know Jesus. who Joe DiMaggio is to know how to say DiMaggio. You just have to kind of know how Earth languages work, and he sure as fuck knows how Earth languages work. In his defense, He's French. French is a dying language. Yeah, 
but he speaks it. It's a romance language. DiMaggio's an Italian name. He should have been able to put two and two together. Yeah, but, like, you probably don't even pronounce G's in French. I don't know if I can... I haven't taken it in years. It's a me, a DiMaggio. Um... <laughs> That's good, Jake. Uh, no, let me. I'm just trying to get rid of like the negative bullshit early, so we can just focus on everything that was good. But can I have some negative bullshit? Please, What's your no? negative bullshit? I thought this episode sucked dicks. <gasps> you didn't like this episode? <laughs> Did you not see Data in that suit? I thought that this episode was such shit in terms of the writing. Well, because nothing happened. Because nothing happened. Like nothing at all really happened. Like, like there was no real. Go on. I'm sorry. So I'm with you though. The whole time wow. of this episode, all I could think about. I'm also with you. Is Brett, that like Brett looks great? <laughs> I, there were some good parts. I'm not. I'm not going to say that it was all bad, but I will say that the writing on this episode, garbage. Because here's the thing. Ooh. They literally, this episode is, the holodeck breaks, and then. We stand in a room for the rem- for the remaining episode and have a Mexican standoff for forty minutes. Yes, in one room. It was so long, and it's just, and it's just like, but what about this thing? And I'm gonna say some more stuff. Hey, boss, can I shoot him? But then the yeah, the sniveling sidekick. And then like, but his Peter Lawyer, Peter Laurie impression was pretty good. It was okay, but like, it's better than I could do. Let's hear your Peter Laurie impression. Well, I mean, it's not going to be good at all. It'll be better than his. That's that's <laughs> it sort of sounds like that's Kiff that's from, good. from uh, Chris. Does a good Kiff. We've learned. But this. either way, either way, <laughs> Six like Mexican. that Mexican standoff scene, which was sixty percent of the episode. It was one so scene. Long. Long. I'll, I'll, I'll was just that. like and like. I, this is my big problem with the holodeck episode. We're gonna have another one that's just as bad. In terms of the Mexican standoff bullshit, just sitting around talking when we get to the Moriarty episode next season. Only it's worse <gasps> because it's just Moriarty and Pulaski sitting around talking. And like, uh, it's just, Doesn't I, Data get to dress as Sherlock Holmes though? Well, yeah. Okay, then I'm fine. Mm. We're good. <laughs> See, Sign I, me up. I do remember thinking at one point, like, I feel like a better episode just would have been Strike... The stupid... Strike the fact that there's a malfunction. Strike the whole stupid, I have to go talk to these asshole bugs. Yeah, I was dumb. And just have it be, Captain Picard plays his video game. And just tell a fun detective story and have the sort of like... Because then you can have just Picard, Data, and Crusher. You don't need Lieutenant Asshole or whatever to get shot. Waylon. Waylon, thank you. Like, you could have just been... You know, let's take this weird sort of break. We're going to... Because I had assumed maybe that was kind of the idea originally of the holodeck. was a cheap way to be able to be like, let's do not a Star Trek story, even though it still is. It's not cheap because it's like still... You have to, the sets, you have to build new sets. Oh, no, no, sorry. Not, not cheap in, as in like oh, inexpensive. Like cheap as in, cheap like, as in intellectual speaking? Yeah, like let, let's cheat, I guess, more than cheap and just be like, let's... Have an excuse to not do Star Trek, but this. And also, in theory, if they were just using stuff on the back lot, they still could have saved money. That's true. Like, I assume a lot of those sets were were extant from other Paramount properties. Possibly. And, like, and I'll agree with that. Like, I think... Okay, yes, I agree. The stupid talking to the aliens thing... Stupid! Yeah. yeah, I got really, really distracted by that because I kept thinking, like, why don't they use a universal translator? Why don't they record Picard getting it right once and then play that? Because they're not even watching him yeah, talk. Yeah, no, that's true. Why they is, don't have the screen on. But, why is Picard playing his video games when he's supposed to be having an an ambassador, ambassador meeting with these fucking bug creatures who did horrible things to the last people that disrespected them? Well, like, how were they not disintegrated as soon as they were like, oh, the captain's not here right now? But that's the thing. That's, and that's part of my problem with these insect fuck faces. Because again, whenever they have these overly polite dickheads in Star Trek and probably other science fiction properties, it's always like everyone has to follow their rules and be really nice to them, but they get to be scumbags to everybody. So they show up wicked fucking early, even though I'm sure if anyone dared show up early for their due, they'd be like, but they get to show up and be like, where's your captain? And no one's allowed to go, you are four Fuck me hours early, you praying mantis cunts. Back the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's a trope don't, I find so tiresome. Don't you speak about Zorak that way. <laughs> um, but, okay, so, so, so yeah, so, okay, so strike that plot. 
Yes. I'm <laughs> yes, okay please. with the with the holodeck breaking down because I think that you do still you can't I, I don't think you can honestly do a Star Trek episode that is just them hanging around in the holodeck without anything and remotely related to Star Trek in it. Oh, um, but you have the actors. Yeah, but you no. can still have them being like, we don't understand the past. No, here's Look how you, cool you, the holodeck you put, is. You put. I went um, under if we can bang these people too. Yes. You put. You, you have the holodeck malfunction, and then you have the people in the holodeck spend the episode trying to find a way to get out without getting killed. And you actually have Ensign Ricky get killed, not just injured, but killed in that. Like, really, what the holodeck episode should be... So, here's the thing. In the 60s, they would have just gone to Gangster Planet, and that would have been their gangster episode. They would have yeah. gone back, they would have met Oxmix, they would have the whole nine... But they don't. But they're not doing that type of shit anymore. That's campy. Yeah. So they're like, well, we want, but we want to do Gangster Planet. We really want to do that. Like that was so much fun. They get to dress up. They get to talk like Peace gangsters. Peace action. You get, yeah, you get to put, you know, Yoda. I mean, uh, Data in a, in a in a fancy hat. And that, he, and Yoda would not talk, work in a fancy and he, and he hat. No, t- I don't know. I think Yoda would look oh, great in a hat. I don't think he so. He gets to talk funny. So like, yeah, we get to do this old timey episode and. Uh, and then they're like, well, yeah, we, but, you know, we can't just do an away we'll mission. We'll a picture of Yoda in a hat. So they end up, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, so they put it in the holodeck, but they really don't do anything with the episode. There's nothing interesting that happens. So, Jake, I think, and I might be wrong because I haven't seen this in a long, long time, but I think Star Trek does this for you with Our Man Bashir. Oh, yeah. It's basically what you're asking for is, like, find a way to have a malfunction but have that sort of be the point and trying to figure oh, yeah. a way exactly. out of it. I love that episode. That's a great That's episode. That's a great episode. That's not Yoda in um, But I mean, so, it's so funny. It's like, it's yeah. campy fun. Yeah. It's the, yeah, our members here is pretty close to, you know, what, what you were okay, asking okay. for in a way. But that's several years from yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying yeah. that, that that it's like someone did have similar complaints to Jake and does eventually fix them. And like, and here's the other thing, too, is that, and, you know, and then, you know, DS9 actually found other ways to do the old-timey episode, you know, like Far Beyond the Stars is another, as, but regardless, I'm not going to talk that about one that one. Yeah, let's not talk about things, so, let's talk about this episode that wait, we watched. But, but no, no, actually, Jake, your talk made me think of something else. Is it another episode of DS9? No, but it does loop back to this one and Oxmix. Okay. Because everyone always talks about, you know, the big debate, Kirk Picard, Kirk whatever. Who looks better in an old-timey hat? Oh, I'm going to vote Picard. I think they both look pretty good. They don't have look to good. See I'd like to see them side to side. Like, really, yeah. like, like... Let's make a poll Picard on Picard and Data Ooh, that's a good in idea. old suits or Kirk and Spock. Oh, but when you add data to the mix, it is clearly the TNG that wins. Mm. Yeah, and, you know, uh, the other thing, you know, so, yeah, the fucking Mexicans, yeah, you know, because they don't do anything to resolve the situation. No. They literally wait until until Wesley yeah. opens the door. No, here's, here's what I actually really liked in this episode, and I thought it was fucking fascinating, and, I, and they could write a fucking book on this. When you make fictional characters in the holodeck aware that they're fictional mm. it's heartbreaking and beautiful mm. like that poor detective who realizes oh at the end my like God. does my wife and kids still exist when you go out that door do i still exist when you go out that door and he has an existential crisis yeah. even though he's a computer program yeah they made and that, I program loved that. A little too good are they gonna like do you think they like fix that was that like a bug they're like, we, oh, really, no. we really can't no, have these fact, creatures doing fact, this. I can understand how you'd feel like, oh yeah, that's a good thing this episode, but there's other holodeck episodes that do the same thing. Well, I haven't seen you them haven't yet. Seen them yet. So. Well, this time it's I really old. like that detective guy, so there. It, just, it makes you think of, uh, did any of you watch Reboot back in the day? Yeah. I don't think I did. I don't know. So the whole premise of reboot oh, was, was that... Oh, was like a really crappy CG, like 1990s? Well, for early 90s television, I don't, I don't remember. the CG was better than you'd think it would be. True, it's probably on par with Hoodwinks. Yeah, like the, the fact... The fact reboot? Yeah, the, like the fact that it's, you know, 20-odd years old, and it was TV, and it was weekly. No, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. But um, the whole premise was it took place inside a computer. Yes. And uh, when when the owner of the computer would play a game, you know, a, a game cube would drop from the sky, and people in the world would become the sort of enemies and NPCs in the game. Oh, man. And whenever horrible. the player won, it would, like, destroy a huge chunk of the city... And any of the citizens inside 
would turn into these little slug monsters called nulls, and it was just like, wow, thanks for making me feel bad about every time I stomp a Goomba. What a weird thing. Yeah. It was yeah. A, yeah. But it just made me think of that. It's like, oh, God, you're... You're a self-aware player in a game. This is this is horrifying. How do you live with that? Of course, in reality, when they turned it off, it probably just reset his memory, and he has no idea. Oh, absolutely. Well, just looking at a photograph, a still photograph of the character designs and the and the in and reboot the, and the style. Yeah, I can already predict exactly how they moved. It was like very stiff. But it aired from '94 to 2001. I mean, that's like not. Well, that was with like a big gap. A lot of big point. gaps. No, I know. Hmm. All right. But again, for, for 1994 and weekly TV, it it didn't look too bad. All right, we're gonna do this. And it's actually honestly a pretty good show. But um, but yeah, that made me think of that. The whole like characters knowing they're in a game was a big part of that show, and I thought of that here with this poor bastard. Oh, he was great. He was. I but can't yeah. tell if I liked uh, Cyrus Redblock, who was played by Lawrence Tierney from... Um, oh, I know that name. Reservoir Dogs? Yeah, oh, fuck, he was, yeah, boss. he was the... That's why I knew him. Plus, like, it wasn't a great Peter Laurie impression that that guy was doing, but they didn't even have this guy try to do Sidney Greenstreet. And Sidney Greenstreet was similarly, like, he had a very distinctive, easily sort of parodied way of talking. It's like they kind of had him do it, but not really. That's just sort of how that guy talks. Now that I know who he is, Sidney Greenstreet was from Maltese Falcon. Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and a couple this... other old timey yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, again, there was sort of this problem of like they tried to make you be like, "Oh no, poor." I've forgotten his name again already. Wayland. Wayland has been shot. Oh no. Also, again, like they introduce him. Oh, let's get the ship's historian. But then he's a fiction expert, and it's just like, wait, what? Because my note was even I like, he just was always a fiction expert. No, when they first introduce him, he says, he's oh, a twenty-century expert of some kind. Yeah, yeah. but if they uh, weren't gonna kill him, if they weren't gonna kill him, mm-hmm. why not just make it Riker or, or someone you Doherty. care about? Yeah, or 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 uh, the Doctor. Warf. You know, she's already Crusher. in there. Yeah. Or, again, anyone and, we already... Because they wouldn't rip open her shirt to show the wound. That's well, why. Jordy, then. I mean, I have to say, Picard really did want to crush her this episode. Oh, <laughs> oh my. They were, they were planned, like, they're like, oh, let's go, I want to go check out your office. Yeah, let's go check out the office. And Data's like, I'm coming, too! And, and they're like, and you could see the look in their eyes, like, oh, we were going to fuck. <laughs> well, being fair, Picard, Picard missed the hints earlier as well. When she was like, oh, I'd like to see this thing. He's like, that's a great idea. Ooh, and call the historian. And she's like, oh, for Jesus Christ, Jean-Luc. Mm. So Which, by the way... Maybe he's just not that into you. Crusher. I love... I, I always assumed it was the other way around. And and she wasn't into him. But I really can't tell what the fuck their sexual attention is. It seems to vary from episode to episode. I mean, really, pretty much after she leaves and comes back for season three... It's gone. It's never back. Like, that... Yeah, I mean, they're just old friends, yeah. eventually. So, I it, I did love that the way it was structured, they they called that meeting to discuss the, like, diplomatic thing, but because the way it was written, at first, it just looked like Picard had called a meeting to tell everyone about his new video game. I thought the same thing. Like, that's what it looks like. Yeah. And it's like, is this, I legit, partway through, looking at it, I was like, is this really happening? Did he call a meeting to tell them about this? He did. He did turn to me and say that. But then someone went like, so, now the actual reason we're here. And it's like, oh, it wasn't to brag about your PS12 and your new game? And I think at that point I said something like, it would still have been a more useful meeting than any work meeting I've ever had. No, even that's if it true. just was about the PlayStation 12 mm-hmm. game. Yeah. I wrote a note about something that happened during that meeting, and I forget what it was about, but the note was... What does Wesley think teenage mating rituals are? Oh, yeah. What the fuck? What? What, what was the context of that? Because I've forgotten why I took this note. I, it had, they were just discussing random shit. Oh, automobiles and how they ended up being central to teenage mating rituals. <laughs> and Wesley perks up like, what? Which no, not you, Wesley. No one will ever with you. They didn't seem to know how to say automobile, which was... <laughs> Ridiculous. I don't think you're saying automobile correctly. What did I say? I don't know. It sounded weird for me for some reason. Automobile. But I think I might just I may have just said it the same way. But they're like automobile and it's like, yeah, no, it's automobile. Well it's car really, but you know. I, I didn't have a ton of notes, because I mean it is true, like like you said, Jake, like not a ton literally actually mm. happens. That winter scene in the holodeck looks pretty good actually. Yeah. They did a great job with the continuity between that and the uh, Yeah. and where they were placed in the room. That's true. That looked really good. That was one thing at one point uh, when when you know 
Picard is trying to explain to the hollow people what's going on. I was like, oh, he's trying to curb this, and it's not gonna work. Oh, he can't talk them to death. No, they, they, Although he kind of does, because fucking, I want to call him Oxmix, because now we're stuck there. Whatever. Red, Red Block goes out into the hallway with, with Dumbfuck. Yeah. And and start vanishing. I'm amazed they can go that far. I don't think they're, no, I don't yeah, think they like, Why far. are they disappearing from the feet up and... Okay. It was so he could have time to be all like, I'm fucking Red Blocks oh, Mix! Yeah. Yeah. Red Blocks Mix! I'm a gangster guy! I'm a gangster guy! Uh, don't uh, you know who uh, I am? Totally, totally do. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But those men just died. Like, that's... Well, that's it, though. Like, you feel sh- bad for the guy that's stuck in the holodeck. I feel bad for the two men that died. Well, but no, the guy stuck in the holodeck knows what's going on. The two guys that run out, like... They didn't. They didn't get a chance to understand. Surely, when you reset the program, they're back too, right? Like they're not. He hasn't just That's permanently broken yeah. the game, yeah. and they're just know. not there. The, the way data, not the character, but date computer data, yeah, works in Star Trek is bizarre because it is. It does almost seem like you can't back anything up. That everything is just... That's, that's always been an issue with like, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, eh, there's one copy of everything, and once it's gone, yeah. it's gone. It felt like time had kept going when he had left and come back, because by the time he came back, yeah. it was all like, yeah. oh, the chick is da- dead now, well, and you're I, wanted for true. murder. Well, I think that was just because he forgot to turn it off. Or so. No, he did He did, he off. said save current settings or whatever. Yeah, that's weird. You know, it was, he wasn't at a proper save point, he was out of ribbons or something. Well, you know what it is, it's like Animal Crossing, where, like, even though it's the not really clock- happening, the still... background, it's real time happening. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, also, the fucking this is uh, this is one of the times when another one of the times when the Wesley saves the day. Is, Deus ex Wesley. It's just so fucking forced and shitty and wrong. This little, little, look through little this doohickey look cool. <laughs> look through this jeweler's. I mean, yes. you know, with Check this the one, carrot of this diamond. with this one, it wasn't as egregious, if only because, in a way, I was kind of, I was a little more willing to buy it, just because maybe. Where was Argyle this week? Ah, God still on the, damn it, still Argyle. on the bender. But I, I was willing to buy, like, yeah, maybe because of the nature of his impairment, like Jordy is less effective with that little. Oh, the equipment? So yeah, but there are other engineers. There are probably ableist. dozens of engineers on this th- thousand person they are ship. all with Argyle on his bender. Also, but no, because there were like four other dudes just standing like, there, yeah. sit, standing there and like, you know, they were... Well, the other main... But the, they aren't in the cast. The huge so. issue I just had was, if this goes wrong, the real people will vanish. What? Yeah, well, because I think they haven't figured out what the holodeck is or how it works. I think at this time, the idea with the holodeck is... If you die in the game, you die in real life? Yeah. No, um, that the idea in the holodeck is they're actually, like, replicating people and matter and things like that. Mm. And, or something. So it would just strike all matter. So yeah, when you, without and, being able and to and tell the difference. And that's why, like, you have to leave to turn it off. You can't. Right. Like, in the, later, we see just oh, you know, end program and everything vanishes. But I guess yeah. the idea here is that when it clears, it clears. It does a sweep. Yeah. Wow. Maybe that was the idea. Yikes. Yeah, they definitely don't seem to quite have a handle on the tech yet. Yeah. I just say though, if they, if like euthanasia is legal by this time in the future. What a cool way to go! Just like go to like the holodeck, eaten by a whale. Go yeah. To, yeah, go to the hollow, the hollow euthanasia center, and be like, I want to go out in the old west. Or Jake, Jake, everyone just goes out in a huge orgy. You yeah, know I was it. gonna say, fuck yeah. to death is the way <laughs> to go. Death by schnoo schnoo. I want to be fisted by Andre the Giant. <laughs> Oh, that's weirdly specific, Jake. <laughs> the giant. I can't think of any better way to commit suicide. Andre the giant. Oh my. Just turn off the safeties and sacrifice me to a volcano. Is this why you bought the Vive, Jake? Yeah, it's right. <laughs> I bet there is porno on there. There is. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Get that reboot chick. Start of the well, no, not even the start of the great tradition because, obviously, again, as we discussed, yeah, there was that time in TAS. It counts the, the TAS holodeck, whatever they called it, and it broke. Well, it didn't, I mean, it got taken over by a jokester. Close enough. There was, there was a malfunction. So you have to change clothes before entering the holodeck, or the characters notice. Apparently, that sounded that felt weird to me. Mm, yeah, 
That's true. You gotta go. Yeah. You gotta like it, it can. You, you it, have it's... to play Halloween, and Puckhard didn't know what Halloween was. Which Halloween. Was and the program is smart enough to Who go is like he, Spock. Ha. Spock would have known because he knows random. No, Spock didn't. Shit. Spock didn't know trick or treat. That's true. He didn't. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, the program is smart enough to, like, recognize, okay, you are now Dixon Hill, but I'm going to recognize that your clothes are funky. So that is, that does seem contradictory. You think you would have to explain to it that he's Dixon Hill, but Mm. it knows, so it's just like, eh, wait a minute. But again, that was just an excuse to put our actors in slick 40s costumes. Yeah, but why doesn't the holodeck just holodeck up some, some, like, a skin? I feel like we talked about this once. We may have. But yeah, no, I don't know. It was, again, it was mostly just for the sake of comedy. So they could go like, what's with the bellhop outfit? <laughs> I had to, I wish it, instead of like having to get dressed up, it would just like make you holographic clothes. Mm. Yeah. So you had to go in there naked. Oh. <clears throat> or at least in your skivvies. Major Barrett would do it. Not Major, but uh, Lo- Lox on a Troy would yeah. do it. In your, uh, see, we could see if they still have those awful Starfleet issue. Uh, Underpants? Yeah, the, like, weird... In, in Enterprise, the men have these, uh... Oh, this is a thing. <laughs> yeah. The, the men... The standard-issue underwear for men are, like, royal blue boxer briefs and a really clingy tank top. So it looks like they're in a onesie, but they're not. Cause they're actually, <laughs> they are actually two different items, like, separate briefs and a top. But you can't really tell unless someone moves in such a way that you can see the seam. Because mm. otherwise it looks like they're in, a, again, just a creepy... And the women have just, like, a sports bra and, um, boy shorts, I think, is the cut called. And they have to, and they have to, uh... The blue jizz, as we discussed in the first episode. They have to do the blue jizz. But yeah, no, the the men's underwear in Enterprise is just the worst. Because, again, it looks like they're in a bizarre adult onesie. Is he a lot of their junk? Eh, enough, I guess. Yeah, there's some bulges. Awesome. Anyway, I've run out of notes. (laughs) On that note about Enterprise bulges. And blue jizz... It always comes back to it, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> comes back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did, I did also read that it was originally suggested that we that they film the noir scenes in black and white. Ooh. But the producers say, like, came up with the excuse that the holodeck couldn't change the appearance of the crew. That's not So they true. decided not to do that. That gets contradicted later. I but I assume it does. That's years later, even in continuity, so that's maybe holodecks true. just get better. It's true. They could have improved, improved well, the yeah, technology. Yeah, I mean, the, the tech seems to be pretty new. But yes, there is, a, there is in fact, a black and white episode of uh, Voyager. In the, oh, holo- in the holodeck. Yes, yeah. Uh, one little cute, I guess, sort of um, thing they did was, if you look closely, when Data was reading the Dixon Hill stories... Super when, fast, like a fucking asshole. Yeah. Data. Whenever there it. was a cover <laughs> and page punch. and you could see the author's name, the author of all the Dixon Hill stories... Tracy Torment. ...was just the name of the episode writer. Yep. I saw I that. was a nice I touch. saw that. It was cute. Yeah, I liked that. I think we're about ready to, to, to take this ship home to, to... I'm still trying to think of some sort of pithy sort of With 1940s <laughs> gangster data way to be like, the long road to something that's... Like a bad western. Tradition. Jake, just, just, Jake, just get us, her. Hey, Jake, give us the big goodbye. Ah, ah here comes the big goodbye. This has been a status steer goodbye. Uh, uh, this has been a sta- status steer goodbye. You're a Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. Was gonna, what, what voice that Bobby, is that now? Bobby. Bobby. My brother Bobby's going to be the Attorney General. <laughs> Are you uh, drunk enough to sleep with me yet? Answer the question. I love that show so much. With that. With that, uh, this has been a Star to Steer Her By. We're a Star Trek podcast. Uh, You can find us online at um, SSHB Podcast on Twitter and Tumblr. You can also search for us on Facebook. Just search for a Star to Steer Her By on Facebook. You can download this and any other episodes on our Spongebob page. Spongebob. <laughs> What's the name of the thing? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. On our SoundCloud page. Uh, we're also on uh, anywhere that podcasts. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Tunes. No, I still haven't Google figured out how to get us on there. Is that um, like Google Foo? No, I think it's on Google. I know we're on Google. I was talking about the next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're there, totally I forgot to write them down. Oh, sure. Um, yes. I've been so uh, But yeah, so, so you can oh, you can find us on any of those platforms. Of course, uh, we always appreciate a nice, honest review. One to five stars is typical. You know, anything three and above, we like. 
So uh, you know. I, I can't wait though till they consider maybe allowing a sixth star, but then we have to contend with a wacky monkey oh, nearly about, screwing up our yeah. steez. Or if it's Netflix, you can just give a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I'm so sad they got rid of proper stars. Our next two episodes. They got rid of stars on Netflix. Yeah, it's just a thumbs up or a thumbs yeah, down yeah. now. Well, then how do you how do you have a gradient? How do you say what you actually? I, really that's have? what I want to know. Exactly. That's what's that's bullshit. what fucking because that's like that's like is. I either love something or I hate it. I can't be like it's okay. Ah, it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I, I I would watch more in this genre, but I don't know about anything, this one again. Yeah, it's like like anything Marvel to me is like, eh, you know. Except Jessica Jones. Jessica really? Jones is fucking phenomenal. Oh God, I, still have yeah. to watch that. So. All right. Well, anyway. Yes. Uh, so of course, you know, these were two episodes. Were they? Next week we'll do two more episodes. As we do <laughs> Brilliant. Rest, as we do, what a as plan. We do next uh, most weeks. Um, uh, so obviously this week. Uh, we met an iconic character in Loxana Troy. Yep. Next week, we will meet another iconic character in Data Lore. Data Lore. And then we'll see a piece of shit when we watch Angel 1. Angel! No! Angel! Angel 1! So yeah, there's some <laughs> Jake has gone a little possible. Data lore. I don't know, Data Lore. Is this the name they have? No, like, it it's was like, perfect. what are we gonna name this episode? Oh well, there's got a character named Data, a character named Lore. Let's just fucking push it together called Data Lore. Let's just call this episode Caitlin Amy, Caitlin Jake. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Amy, Caitlin Jake. Well, the fuck is Amy? That makes more sense for next week, doesn't it? Um, True. Anywho, uh, as I mentioned, this has been a star to steer her by. Of course, as always. Tell your friends about us and tell them that they're jerks. If they're jerks. If they're not jerks, you can tell them whatever. I'm not going to tell you how to talk to people. To tell them to listen to a different one first. We were a little punchy tonight. Oh, for no, us. This is what the best. one aren't we punchy This is on? the bomb diggity boys. No, this boys. one was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, my name is Jake. This is Chris. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. Have a fucking nice day. Oh, I forgot to have us introduce ourselves at the opening. Oh, well. Yeah, you can copy-paste. No, we're you... good. Well, they know who we are by now. They know they... us. They do. There's a bunch of jerks. <laughs> what if the replicator keeps a log of everything that you replicate? Probably. I wonder how many tissues the Crusher Quarters go to no. stuff. Oh. <laughs> Not as many as Rikers. Uh, I don't think Riker cleans up.